Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today, we're focusing on the topic, I am sorry, based on our reading of 2 Chronicles chapter 24, verse 20 to 22. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. And the Spirit of God came upon Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada, the priest, which stood above the people and said unto them, Thus saith God, Why transgress ye the commandments of the Lord that ye cannot prosper? Because ye have forsaken the Lord, he has also forsaken you. And they conspired against him, and stoned with stones at the commandment of the king in the court of the house of the Lord. Thus Joash, the king remembered not the kindness which Jehoiada his father had done to him, but slew his son. And when he died, he said, The Lord look upon it and require it. If we confess our sins and our transgressions, God will forgive us of our apostasy. But if we do not confess our sins, we will reap the consequences of our evil actions. It is very important for us to realize that when we don't follow God from a sincere heart, but a heart that has been influenced by a spiritual leader, we could find ourselves in a very dangerous position at the death of this person. This was the situation that King Josh found himself in. He never really developed his own relationship with the Lord, and as a result, the devil was able to use his agents to pull Josh into sanctioning idol worship among the people of God. In 2 Chronicles 24, we read the story showing how the attitude of Josh towards God changed after the death of the high priest and the negative effect it had on his life. As we just read in verse 20 to 22, we see exactly what happened to Joash as a result of this particular person dying. How could King Joash get to this point? How could he authorize the killing of the servant of the Lord? Joash had gotten to the point in his life where he allowed the people of God to regress into the worship of idols. In verses 17 and 18, the word of the Lord said, Now after the death of Jehoiadad came the princes of Judah and made obedience to the king. Then the king hearkened unto them, and they left the house of the Lord God of their fathers, and served groves and idols. And wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem in their trespass. Do you see what happens when we don't have a sincere relationship with the Lord, but a relationship that results only from the influence of a spiritual leader? I'm not sure how many of us realize the dangers associated with not developing our own relationship with the Lord. I'm sure, I'm not sure, sorry, how many of us realize, or that many of us realize, the dangers associated with doing the things of the Lord only because we have been influenced by a spiritual leader. 
Josh found himself in a dark position simply because he never really allowed the Holy Spirit to take control of his life. As a result, it was easy for him to sanction the apostasy of the people of God once the spiritual leader was dead. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, he said the following, We have here a sad account of the degeneracy and apostasy of Josh. God had done great things for him. He had done something for God. But now he proved ungrateful to his God and falls to the engagements he had laid before himself under him. How has the goal become dim? And most fine gold change. Here we find one, the occasion of his apostasy. When he did that which was right, it was not with a perfect heart. He never was sincere, never acted from principle, but in compliance to Joiadad, who had helped him to the crown. And because he had been protected in the temple and rose upon the ruin of idolatry, therefore when he wind turn, or when the wind turned, he turned with it. The apostasy itself, they left the house of God and served the groves and idols, verse 18. The princes, it is likely, had a request to the king, which they tell him they durst not offer while Jehoiadad was alive. But now they hope it will go no offense or will give no offense. It is that they may set up the groves and idols against which were worn down in the beginning of his reign, for they hate to be always confined to the dull old-fashioned services of the temple. Those services. And he not only gave them leave to do it themselves, but he also joined with them. The king and princes who a little while ago were repairing the temple now forsook the temple. Those who had pulled down groves and idols now themselves serve them. So in so inconstant a thing it was that you know the people really did foolishness. So little confidence they put in themselves. The aggravation of this apostasy and the additions of guilt to it, God sent prophets to them, verse 19, to reprove them for their wickedness and to tell them that would be or what would be in the end thereof. And so to bring them again unto the Lord. It is the work of ministers to bring people, not to themselves, but to God, to bring those again to him who have gone a-whoring from him. In the most degenerate times, God left not himself without witness, though they have dealt very disingenuously with God. Yet he sent prophets to them to convince and to instruct them and to assure them that they should find favor with him if they would but turn away from what they were doing, for he would rather sinners should turn and live than go on and die. And those that 
perish shall be left inexcusable. End of quote. What a mighty God we serve. Even when we are deep in trespass and sin, God will still send someone to remind us that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God never wants us or never wants to see us perish. But in order for the desire of the Lord to become a reality in our lives, we must listen to the commands of the Lord and do what he says. If Jesus had listened to the servants that God sent to warn him for his evil ways, his life would have been spared. It would have ended differently. I pray that we will listen to the voice of the Lord and obey his commands so that we will receive eternal life at the second coming of Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this word and for the message you gave us today. Help us, Lord, to seek your guidance. Help us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling so that our relationship with you will grow from strength to strength, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.